Welcome to the Playful Spirituality Podcast, a place to reconnect to spirit, to reclaim your unbridled wildness, and to bring you home to you. I'm Kara Viana, and I'm honored to be on this adventure with you. This is a place to discover your magic and your superpowers. And yes, you definitely have them. It's designed to tap you into the unconditional love and support flowing to you and to help you access that wild, unbridled joy that we so often lose touch with. You can expect all sorts of resources from spiritual and practical tools and teachings to guided meditations and energy healing. We'll have some special guests and even some live readings. This show is for all of us who are humaning to help you navigate this ride of life. If you are open to a little more support, more ease, a broader connection to the universe and to yourself, then stay tuned and find out what might be possible with an infusion of playful spirituality. Welcome to the podcast. I got a fun topic for us today. So there's this beautiful opportunity that we're given. It's like a secret gift and key inside of our manifestation, inside of our, um, our process of creating that I really think most people are not using. So I'm breaking it down a little bit today. And this opportunity, this gift shows up when we have jealousy, envy, comparison come up. And we tend to think these are bad things that we should avoid at all costs. We tend to beat ourselves up for them, which is really counterproductive. And we tend to um, feel diminished by them or feel righteous by them. Let them either shrink us down or build us up, depending on what our own judgment is of that, of the judgment that we just had. (laughs) So today we're diving into how do we harness the invitation that is jealousy and use it to unlock our own manifestation. Okay. So settle in here with me for a minute, grab a journal, do this practice with me live because why not? So when jealousy crops up, let's say you open up social media and you see that some friend of yours got to do a thing, um, got to won a Nobel prize or fell in love with a dream person or is going on an epic, um, round the world cruise or whatever it is, or, you know, looks good in those pants. (laughs) And in that moment, you get that ping And we usually react to this in a couple of different ways. We diminish that person. Well, they probably, they probably look good in those pants because they haven't had four kids. They probably look good in those pants because they never eat a fucking cheeseburger. They, um, they probably put 10 filters on that image or well, Nobel prize. Gee, that's great. Uh, but I suspect they probably have no time for their partner or kids, completely absentee parent. 
Um, so whatever it is, we sometimes we take and we try to like knock people down, right? We try, we, we saw it and we pedestalized in the nanosecond in our brain as we try to bring them back down so that we don't feel less than, which is just a defense mechanism. It's a protection. I'm sorry. It's a protection mechanism. We're just trying to protect ourselves from the judgment that we're feeling against ourselves. You've probably heard me say this fun game that I like to play that I call Me Too Universe. So this is an opportunity and this is a tool you can use in the moment to switch, right? And it's not the key of what we're talking about today. It just bears repeating because it's a really fun, simple practice. And the idea is that if we were sitting down at a dinner at a restaurant and you put in your order, you were like, I'm going to have the salad with the side of kimchi or whatever it is. And then it comes around and your friend is like, oh, I'm having this and this with French fries. <gasps> and in that moment, you want French fries so bad. And, but in the restaurant, you don't fall apart going like, oh no, they got the tater tots. I'm never going to be able to get the tater tots. I'm not good enough to get the tater tots. I didn't think to ask for it. That's probably the end of the tater tots. <laughs> No, you're in a fucking restaurant that serves tater tots. So you're like, oh, me too, please. Right? Because you understand that all you have to do is put your order in. And when someone else gets something, it doesn't mean you can't have it. It doesn't mean they're better than you. It doesn't mean anything except they thought to order it. So why don't you order it too? Why don't you use that as an idea for what you should order? Because it sparked the desire for tater tots. You've started salivating. So in the world, when we see a thing where we go, oh, I really want that. I really want my butt to look like that in those jeans. I really want that guy to look at me that way. Like that guy looks at my friend. I want um, to stand and hold my Nobel Prize. Is it a physical thing? I don't know. <laughs> Does the Nobel Prize, I'm sure they give you something, right? I want to stand and hold my Nobel Prize trophy thing. Um, whatever it is. So instead of diving into our own I'm not good enough and the jealousy and all the things you just say me too universe in that moment me too universe and it's a way to help get ourselves out of that place the sillier you can be about it with yourself the better and when you're in the restaurant and you put the order in for the tater tots or the french fries or the salad or the whatever your favorite thing is maybe you're like I didn't know you could get kimchi so you put the order in you don't freak out about it's never going to happen the restaurant's going to run out of kimchi before they can bring it to me this waiter hates my guts so probably they'll just bring everyone else's food and leave me to starve no you just trust it's going to happen and you don't freak out about the fact that there's a lag time in between when you said i want this and when it's in your lap because you understand takes a while for the waiter and the chefs and all the things like the food to be prepared for it to cook for whatever. And once it comes to, so you, you sit in this place of trust and expectation. You just let go of it. There's a surrender. Cool. This is what I want. Great. Thanks. I trust you guys to handle it. I'm going to chat with my friends and then I'm going to be so excited when my tater tots come, my kimchi, my whatever. If we can get into a place of doing that with the universe, we become invincible in our manifestation. You can say, oh, I want some of that. And then surrender and know that the kitchen is cooking it and it's going to be in your lap and you're going to get to enjoy it. There's nothing you need to do about it. You don't get up and go into the kitchen and go like, do you guys need some help? 
with the um, frying? Should I chop? I don't really think you know how to do what you're doing. They'd kick you out of the restaurant. So that's just a reminder of that little tool. If you've heard me say it before, hopefully it sinks in this time a little bit and you can use this and play with it. I've been noticing people sharing, commenting on posts with the comment, Me Too Universe. And it makes me so happy. <laughs> okay, so here's the practice we're going to go through today, all right? And if you have your journal handy, I want you to write down a couple of things that you were jealous of recently or times when you got sucked up into comparison or envy. Those are not all the same thing, but the vibration is similar. So take a second and do that. Now, here's the steps. I wrote them as steps because people like steps. <laughs> Step one, notice that you got jealous. We don't even fucking notice sometimes. We're too busy getting into the blame game and then beating ourselves up and whatever. So notice, what does that ping of like, feel like? So notice. Now here's a like 1A, this is a little sub thing. If you're in a space where you don't have the capacity to like sit and do a deep soul process, then grab your phone, make yourself a note. I got jealous of blank. And then play Me Too Universe because you can do that in an, in an instant. Okay, Me Too Universe, that please. And then you go on about your day. Make a mental note and then you come back to this to do step two, okay? So if you're in a space where you're like at home and you have some freedom or you're just really fucking dedicated to your manifestation so you make space for this in a moment, excuse me, I'm so excited about that thing that happened to you. I have to run to the bathroom. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> pretend you have IBS for a moment go spend a little time in the bathroom so you can like do this in the moment whatever you want it doesn't have to happen in the moment the invitation will stay open for you this is an invitation jealousy is an invitation if we think about these feelings as like um indicators like hey you could do this thing if you want it's like a road sign with them telling you that there's an off-ramp if you'd like to get off here, there's gas and food and rest and bathrooms and things. Would you like any of those? Isn't it nice that there's a road sign? So this invitation will stay open to you. The invitation of this jealousy that you experience, this comparison, this envy. So you got your pen, you got your paper. I got jealous. Number two, write down what is the thing I desire? And I'm, I'm saying that all weirdly because... I want you to actually like dive into that for a second. So is the desire I want to look like that in those pants? Is the desire I want a firm round ass? Maybe. Great. Write that down. Or is the desire, I actually think if I had a firm round ass, people would think differently of me. So then the real desire is I want people to think blank about me or I would think differently about me. I think if I had a firm round ass, I would feel confident all the time. I would feel confident enough to wear those tight pants. I would feel confident enough to, I would strut. I would feel so good in my body. So then the desire is I want to feel confident. So what's the desire? Because sometimes we see something, you see your friend won that Nobel prize. Do you actually want a Nobel prize? No, probably not. 
probably that wasn't a thing that you were like, oh, I've always wanted a Nobel Prize. Maybe, but probably, probably there's something in there that's like, oh, I want recognition. I want to feel accomplished. I want to feel like I'm valuable in this world or I'm giving something I want to, I want to think about myself as someone who is important, whatever it is. So can you get down to what, what's the desire in there? Step number two. And here's where it gets really good. Step number three is what is the block? And I want you to sit with this for a second because what we're doing when you feel jealousy, it is an invitation telling you you could go right here. This is a doorway to show you where the linchpin is that will completely deflate the block in the way of your manifestation. I'm going to say that again because that, that, this is important. When you feel jealousy, it's an invitation telling you this is the doorway in right here. This will get you there. This off-ramp leads to the space where you can climb in and pull the linchpin that will dissolve away the blocks that stand in the way of you getting your desire, of your manifestation coming to you. That's what it is. Are you feeling a little bit differently about jealousy in this moment? Are you like, ooh, thanks, jealousy? Because before I wanted to eradicate it from my body, I wanted to never have to feel jealous or judgmental or envious or comparison or whatever it is that you call it. But however, whatever flavor it shows up for you, usually we don't like it. We hate it. We want it to go away. But maybe you're feeling a little appreciation for it in this moment because it is just an indicator being like, linchpins over here. A little sign on the side of the highway, exit to gas this way, linchpins over here. Because you're going through life and you're like, why can't I get the things I want? Why can't I this? Why can't I that? Linchpins over here. It's linchpins over here, linchpins over here. And you don't have to catch it every time because it's oftentimes going to be the same indicator, it's the same linchpin. You're getting the invitation again and again and again. So here we are in step number three, sitting with what is the block? What's the block? And maybe you're able to just sit there and breathe for a second and you can see so clearly what it is. Great. Now you know that's your linchpin, that's your thing. That if you pull this, the whole thing will dissolve away. Everything will come, this block will come shifting out of the way, tumbling down, and you'll be able to freely let the manifestation in. The manifestation that we now know what it is because it wasn't actually that you wanted to win the Nobel Prize, right? It was that you wanted to feel important in some way in your life or career and have recognition. Cool. And you haven't been able to let that come to you. It's not in the way that you want it to. There is a block in the way. Now we know what the block is. Oftentimes it can be hard to see what those blocks are. So here's a couple of, of the sub-steps for you. Um, ask yourself, is this a belief issue? Ask yourself, is this a worthiness issue? Those are our two most common. So um, I want to win a Nobel Prize. Okay, no, I don't. What I actually want is recognition. Is it a belief issue? Meaning, is there some kind of belief I have like no one at my company gets recognition? I truly believe that like it just, it's impossible. Or within my field, I work in a thankless field. Nobody recognizes me, recognizes me, or whatever it is. 
So that's a belief issue that there's a, the block is a belief. If it's a worthiness issue or a not good enough or whatever, then you would be sitting with, oh, I'm, why would anybody recognize me? Like, of course that person won a Nobel Prize. They're amazing. I saw. I'm not good enough or I don't have enough to offer or whatever, whatever it is. So then now we know we're down to this. That's our issue. That's our block. Sometimes it's neither of those things. Sometimes it's actually, so if, if none of that lands, then I want you to ask this question. Does this mean something about me? Because sometimes what's happening is we're going along and we're feeling pretty good about ourselves. And then we see something. Someone tells us a thing about somebody won this or they, they got that. And it's not even that there's a desire in there we think we want. We're actually just afraid that it means something bad about me. Or it means, well, yeah, it means something bad about me. For example, we see something online. We see a person who's doing a thing. They won a Nobel Prize or they went on this round the world trip. And we're afraid that, or, or they've got that great butt in those pants. We're afraid that people will think, or I will think, that then I must not be good enough because I don't have that. So it isn't even, we actually were feeling pretty good about our butts and our accomplishments and our, um, you know, how much we travel, whatever it is. But we're afraid that now that we've seen this other thing, we're going to think about ourselves that we're not enough or someone else is going to think about us something so we're not actually having a manifestation, having a desire here for a manifestation. Like I want the around the world trip or I want the thing. We just want to know that we're safe in, in the community or in the eyes of others or safe from judgment or safe from our own judgment. Does that make sense? Let me see if I can give you a specific example. Like I like my body. I feel pretty good about my body. I'm going through and then I see this person on social media who's getting a lot of attention for something physical and all of a sudden I'm afraid that that means that I'm people are going to think I'm not healthy enough I don't actually desire to be vegan and lifting weights and competing in um, strong woman competitions at all I just don't want people to be like oh Care is so not healthy or or something. Or I'm afraid that I now, because now that I've seen this other um, metric I hadn't seen before, whoa, you could be that healthy. I was feeling like I'm pretty healthy, but that like, oh, this is a whole nother level. Now, is this going to make me think or feel about myself or someone else think or feel about me that I'm now not good enough? And then once we understand that's what's going on, now loop back around to number two, what's the thing I desire? The thing I desire is for everybody to think I'm okay so that I feel okay within the community. And you can laugh at that desire all you want, but we are herd animals. We are, we are pack animals. Like we are 
animal beings in these flesh and blood bodies. So in our deepest, deepest, like mammalian or reptilian or whatever it's called brain in the back, like our cave woman brain, getting kicked out of the community means death. So this desire that we have to be accepted is not because we're so fucking shallow that we think people need to think we're special. It really is this deep-seated, like, I need to know I'm not going to get kicked out and then eaten by a lion. And then we can have compassion once we understand that about ourselves, once we know, oh, that's the reason behind this. Okay, so this thing, all I'm wanting here is to just know I'm safe within the community. And so then you can take some time to work on. Now that we've got down to whatever it is, what is the block, what is the thing, now you can say, ah, now I have the actual thing to work on. Now I can do my belief work. I can do my healing work. I can shift this. I can look at the perspective. There are a hundred thousand practices out there. We've talked about a few of them on the podcast. There, join us. I mean, this is the easiest thing. Join us for the manifestation magic course. And you'll be right in the door doing all these practices. And if you can bring some of these for fodder for us, here's, I found some blocks or I found some jealousies, bring them to the course. You're going to have the whole archive, the whole uh, it's called library of various different practices and healings and recordings and meditations and tapping and all these different things. And you'll be able to grab the one that's going to go in and pull that linchpin for you. So this is why I say it's an invitation for us. It's an invitation for us to shift and dissolve away a block. And then once that block isn't there, the limiting belief or the worthiness issue or the I'm afraid this means something about me. Whatever the block is, when that goes away, what happens? The dam opens. The river that was blocked up behind that, the universe trying so hard to get your manifestation to you, down goes the dam, in comes the desire. In comes the recognition. In comes the achievement. In comes the, I feel so confident in these pants. In comes the trip around the world, whatever the thing is. And all the other things that are tied to it, because our manifestations are never like just one thing. Our blocks never affect just one manifestation. So I hope you tried this practice. I hope you enjoyed it. I am excited to hear what you thought of it. You can always send us an email, um, support at Caribbeana and, and give us your feedback. This is a beautiful one to use over this holiday season where there are lots of there's lots of room for triggers, lots of room for comparison and jealousy can come up at this time of year a lot when we're deep in the winter, which means we're deep in the, we're deep in the inner evolution. So it would make sense that you would have more invitations arising in that time period. You're all doing amazing, amazing, amazing work and I'm cheering you on every step of the way. My deepest gratitude for you for listening and being part of this podcast. Thank you for sharing and reviewing and sending us your takeaways. I always love it. I do hope you'll join us for the two upcoming brand new courses we have, Manifestation Magic, where you will learn the art of dancing with the universe and letting life be greater than you ever dreamed, followed by For the Love of Money where you get to blossom into the next level of money, abundance, financial security, or wealth 
by healing the layers of what limits you, expanding your capacity, adjusting your upper limit, and evolving your personal relationship with the energy of money. You can register for one, or you can save when you bundle them together. The links to find out more are right in the show notes. By the way, we have set up some free gifts for you. So if you haven't received those yet, head over to caraviana.com and download them now. There's some goodies, including a guided meditation and an energy healing. With my deepest love, salud to all that you are and all that you are becoming.